Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have a table talk for the day, at least one of our lovely pieces of content. Anybody who is new, if you are somebody who loves humanity to the death of you and yourself with flaws and imperfections, you are on a space that it's safe to be here and know evil doesn't exist. So the 5D mystic plane is one that is in equanimity and with the wisdom of the functional adult and the clear land is something neuroscience talks just about and we actually talk about on this episode or on these episodes. And long story short, the inner growth mindset is what we get to put into practice, apply, but it's all about personal development. Stories, voices, and shares on how to be yourself. To deal with the unknown, uncertainty, and wanted from within, go with the flow. Very easy, very straightforward. And we've added that you're in that 5D if you want to be, and in the Enlightenment Soul Age group if you want to be. And that's where my functional adults are. So you do know how to express yourself. And that means you're not going to be unapologetic or apologetic. You're not going to lead with shame. You have a love cycle. You're going to lead with Purusha Prakriti, pure consciousness does not actually need a uh, guru per se, even though the words are from the uh, yoga field. What I'm here to decipher for you is that a person who is connected to awareness, it's you as a human being with integration of the mind though. So you use left and right equally and there's a way the scans show that this is happening obviously. So the way you can notice if you want to try it out is that you love hugging people. You want to be around all people, even the ones who other people don't want to be around. You do potentially have a sensitive nervous system, but that's not necessarily the nervous system as much as we are human beings and we co-regulate together. So really what it is, is you learn how to disengage from the regulating with the others by realizing, oh wait, I'm picking up on my people's nervous systems that are around me. Hey, nervous system, it's all good. This isn't our stuff. So integration of the mind is where you differentiate and link to others. That's what I know how to do. And so do a lot of other 5D mystics. That's why they know energy vampires don't exist. And that's also why they don't talk about evil. Even if they do, they know it doesn't exist because we have a relationship, the 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group with energy. So when we first encounter twin flames, and our clairs and our oversoul and all that stuff. We do use the verbiage. I know I did for a long time of only the 4D plane because I didn't have the psychoeducation. Now I do because now it's accessible. YouTube made it available and then a lot of books that I got to buy and a lot of courses that are online too. So there you go. Now, being able to share table talk is important so that we can just chit chat about different items that you must be seeing if you're 5d of course uh, as i was trying to get to when i first started the people that live in a 4d state of consciousness or 3d or just really anybody who thinks humanity is broken versus we are always learning so the people who start their day with humans suck they don't actually have the oneness consciousness button they're not in a love cycle they're in a shame cycle already. 
So their nervous system's already like, oh shit, I woke up. Uh, damn, today, who knows what problem there's going to be, da 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 da. We also have people who say don't fake positivity, so they don't know how to do restorative embodied self. They probably tried, and what they did was just speak from their mouth, and they didn't really know about the body part. Now, yoga is very great because it is a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises, but the psychoeducation is greater because it teaches you about being a human, which that might give people a chance to get out of Maya land versus thinking of themselves as mantles. Or the ones with Claire's thinking that they can see the future when you can potentially see what can be there, but the future has not yet been created. So technically what they would know if they were in 5D mystic land is that we're creating it as it speaks and as we speak. So they might want to just shut their thoughts for the future being as horrendous as they've made it out to be and actually recognize something different because here's where I've seen my future. You guys know this gals and days. So when I began having personally my dreams with um, my past lives, actually my third twin flame experience is the one time that I had flashes, the first time I think that I had flashes that I remember not in a dream state so that I was sleeping or no, I was, excuse me, I was sitting on a bed and I saw a couple and or more of the lives that we lived together. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I shared it with them, not knowing that they don't believe in any of this stuff and that eventually it would lead me to be, you know, put in, in certain boxes, if you will, but it's okay. I'm so happy I got to share because obviously it's part of my journey to be mystic. So I would not hold that away from my loved ones. But I remember, yeah, the flashes, it was amazing. I was like, wow, these are at least three or four of these lives that we've lived together and also recognizing that the length of time I'm going to be vague on purpose. And here's where it's funny though, because for my first twin flame experience, I actually at at a later date got to see how all of that began too. So what I was trying to get to is we see our future too. So one of my first dreams after the beginning of a number of dreams that were, we're not going to talk about it here, but that were all um, just, it began in threes. Threes was, three is always that beautiful number, but three types of dreams. So it was on an energetic imprint that I could tell the different types of dreams I was having. Long story short, um, now I lost it. Shoot. Well, anyways, uh, one of the dreams had something to do with you all. Ah, there we go. The future. So I had a dream of my future, and it's in fact on earth, and I have been able to share that dream with the future person, and it's very cute because they actually don't ridicule my mysticism at all, and that's really nice, and uh, it's always nice, even though we ourselves, the 5D mystic, will know it's in our mind's eye, so what this means is you're not going to be like, hey, guess what, I'm living this for real, (laughs) so That's the biggest difference between a 4D person and a 5D person. And any individual that I could bring on to our episodes will let you know how grounded I am when I'm talking about this stuff. In fact, they're like, you should really write a movie. And I'm like, I know, but I won't. Maybe a book one day, but not a movie. Not for now. Long story short, though, um, any person who is oneness consciousness, we have this awareness that it's an energetic imprint. 
and we don't feel that we're more or less special. So our heart chakra, in fact, doesn't need to open up. It's already open. And we know that all human beings are part of the same piece of energy. Even if you will have been raised with religion, I was. And I'd never in a million years, ever, 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 from the first dream, connected it ever to anything anointed. In fact, it felt very disrespectful. It felt out of place and out of time. Immediately, I was like, this is metaphysics as a terrorism. That's freaking awesome. I know that my religious people will not be appreciative of this. And I'm pretty sure they're not going to give me their seal of approval. <laughs> not that I would have... I didn't even bother thinking of that because here's where Jesus is all about love. So that's the one truth that anyone will consistently know. And that's where 5D is called Christ consciousness because when you are what you seek, you are pure consciousness and you don't need to open up your heart to anything. You're already an open heart. That's because your ventral vagal nervous system is engaged. So our restorative embodied self doesn't go offline for those of us who stay connected to that inner world. And that's why we move into 5D very easily. The 4D people, I've known them for quite some time. They consistently live karma. And they consistently think that their dreams mean the future is going to be full of evil people and uh, corruption. And that those uh, matrix, whatever thoughts they've created are going to be the real deal. So while we don't make predictions for the future since we're collective, we do know what we do know of our future. And I know that the future is going to be great. And that whenever the time comes, it's going to be a natural thing, not something created by a movie of like the Star Wars or something like that. So that's one of the reasons why a 5D person is not going to be getting agitated with the mass media or the conspiracy people or any of that which 4D is all over the place with. Now, for 3D, it's a little bit different because they do hold on to tradition and it's totally understandable that when the society around you is completely dismantling the family the way it used to be, that people are going to be taken off guard. This is something that I actually remember my grandmother, who's passed away now, but she was reacting in a very frightening way to a very straightforward uh, skin thing that one of my other family members had. And the look on my grandma's face, she was terrified. She was just like, she is crying and she is very agitated. And here's where people of my age, I assume 43, should be grown up enough to know how to keep it together and be compassionate. But what I see out there is not that. I see people actually being very nasty to each other because of being on opposing political views. And they automatically see the other group and they actually are very uh, aggressive in their tone and mannerism so every person that wants to tell me they are anything mystic if they're not in 5d then i know they're in the 4d 3d and really what they're doing is yelling at each other and they think only some people are special and going to go to they even have a number of how many are supposed to be special, which I laughed at when I found out that number. I was like, okay, people, did you not sound like the book that you are saying you're not a part of? Um, 
Anybody not see the inconsistency with your story? I thought you were all supposed to be knowing that you're not in the witch time, but hey, I guess not. So whenever I see anyone who looks like the past, I know that I'm dealing with somebody who doesn't understand the energy of consciousness. So they can't really pick up on 5D yet. And they think the future is going to be shitty. And that's their idea. It's not what the future that I saw is going to look like. But it is a future that involves a lot of things we don't know about yet. So science is beautiful because it gives us the opportunity to ensure that our lovely species continues to live. Now, I do know some people, they continue to, again, think corporations are evil empires. And, you know, at the end of the day, you either make yourself helpful, and that means you actively become entrepreneur, open your business, go and work for one of these corporations, do something with your life besides using the mouth to blab. And then we could also get people into, you know, politics that might be. So while voicing and having a voice is important, the voices of those who are in a energy and August is always pretty much a uh, either empowering or they do a shit show. And so right now we still have a lot of shit show people around because they think that by flexing their muscles and roaring their very annoying roars that they're going to be doing something the trending topics that's where we're going to leave that one here is where our ihp community actually we have a sense of humor i have a very big sense of humor actually and i like to curse and we do talk about wacky stuff but we talk about it with a level of groundedness and saying if you're a 5D anything, you bring people together. And that means you understand that you're a person and I'm a person and we will have different opinions and you don't have to like what I have to say and I don't have to like what you have to say. Grown-ups, it means you have the differentiated self of you and I of me and you're not my dictionary police nor am I yours. Now, if the laws ever do something about this, these words, you know what, I already see all these 4D, 3D people uh, sounding up a roar. In fact, they're very childish. I might add. And, you know, it reminds me of those people who actually they're always yelling, 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 and then they complain. And then they're like, oh, but there's this whole way of pointing these little fingers around that children do. So long story short, the restored embodied self-individual is a person who in their beingness, we all, we are always per consciousness. So we know everything's going to be okay which is why sometimes people just want to punch us in the face because we actually are just chillax like that. And they are uh, not. Their zero-year-old did not get to stay in a safe, haven, secure, sanctuary body. So their attachment system did not wire a safety. And because they're not seen and it's not okay to be themselves, they always get instigated their inner child wound does, their heartbreak gut wrench, the shame button, by those of us who are actually at peace with being our imperfect and flawed self. So on that note, as I was saying, 5D, we don't really get destabilized. Uh, we find our oversoul very adorable. And even when we go to heaven and hell and back and all this figure of speech that throughout my lovely years I, I did have in my verbiage due to not having the somatic sensory trauma verbiage. Uh, 
Um, I remember clearly pointing out to the best of my ability always with my listeners that we rise and expand the 5D. So if you are Purusha Prakriti, you do not dismantle. The ones who dismantle, they're not dismantling the pure consciousness they are. They're dismantling the shame cycle, the defectiveness, the blame, fault, revenge. Uh, They're actually dismantling what is a bunch of addictive and or compulsive behaviors that their maladaptive safety responses so that inner child, that adaptive child, got to learn how to make for that unresolved trauma, for those overwhelming feelings. People don't like to believe this stuff. They prefer to think that you have a demon inside you, which you don't. And even those who have had demonic possession, Patrick McNamara shows it's not a demon. That person's brain, something breaks as they go through nightmare after nightmare and don't actually go get good help. Now, some people, they actually make it to becoming a shaman through those nightmares. But that's because they choose the word love and they choose to wake up from those nightmares and to walk themselves through basically knowing, you know what, I had these things taking place in my life recently or whatever it is. And so it's normal that I actually am waking up from these types of dreams because my body's processing deep emotions. Very basic science, right? When people mock me about my dreams and tell me they're not true, that's exactly how they mock it. And I'm like, ah, that's so funny. I know when it's those dreams, because I do, by the way. And that's what I told the people who mocked me. And they're like, no, no, I don't believe you. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to try making you to believe me. But I do know the difference between the subconscious and conscious of me energetic dream and when it's not. But it's okay. You don't have to believe me. And I'm not going to prove anything that's in my mind's eye. Which is why it's nice when our actual loved ones, the ones from the future, believe us. So... On that note, I did share with you all the story a little bit, I think. So we'll, we'll talk about that one as it's mid-month and it's a wonderful Leo season and 2023 is going to move us more and more into complete IHP sanctuary for those who love humanity and themselves. It's going to continue to be I am presence, heart to heart. We do discuss about karma and dharma and differences, but as a person who speaks to you with the pure consciousness note, it's going to remind always evil doesn't exist. The different energetic planes are experiences that we do have. Plenty of neuroscience talk about it. I still need to read the physics of uh, existential physics too, but What I'm trying to get at is we don't minimize our clairs. We don't highlight them either. We know they're not special. And we relate to them not with stories, but with actually understanding that your dreams, first of all, are going to be something that you work your energetic body slash emotional body slash your nervous system, okay? Because you want to notice that if you're waking up from them, you can conduct your day effectively. And if instead you can't, that's an indication that you want to look into somatic sensory mode and trauma experts because your energy level is an indication of how your window of tolerance is doing. It's not because you have to. It's that if you have a window of welcome, you don't get more tired. So even when I was in astrology and Schumann resonance and the whole dark night of the soul and ego death, and I only knew those verbiages, I was not waking up more tired. 
I was waking up with the awareness of what stuff was going on around me and when I was astral traveling that I'd been astral traveling. So when people that I know are 4D and they're going through it, they're not actually growing more energetic. They don't notice that their plane is emotional. They, they almost disregard it because they think that what they need to focus on is the dream in and of itself or that's what they focus on. So they don't focus on the story and that's the part of why they don't actually expand their window of welcome and so they don't work on their window of tolerance because they don't focus on the sensations. So they don't say, wow, my body, okay, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm going to try drinking more water. I'm going to try and eat this food. I'm going to try and do this. They don't say to themselves, here's how, what I'm going to try and do as I move through these dreams. Or simply put, even actively engage their ventral vagal nervous system. That's why yoga helps, by the way. It's a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system exercises. So here's where for people like... I, a 5D mystic, instead, it's very intuitive to say, okay, I'm going to move beyond all of this verbiage, the astrology, the 4D people, the DNA, one, because they begin to be inconsistent. And what that means is they begin to say a bunch of bullshit. You begin to be like, okay, what are you talking about? You keep on telling me the same thing over and over again, and I don't see it. It's not here. So you, you, you're missing something. And that's the part that I figured out. And it was something that began to be very clear because of my oversoul and because they were not actually being kinder, more happy with life. No, none of that. And they were not in any way, shape or form uh, doing any better. And in fact, fast forward to 2023, I would say that some are stable. Some are getting to decide what to do. And that's because they did not choose love the first time around. They did not choose to take the hand of compassion. Uh, for some, it was all by themselves. And for others, it was actually to take the hand of somebody who was offering them compassion. And that's very interesting because other people are being presented the same hand right now. And they're going to take the hand that's being offered to them because they do see that having this defectiveness shame button is stupid, because it is. And they recognize it because it's very straightforward to notice when somebody cares about you, how they treat you. I care about what you are excited about. I care about how you're feeling when you wake up in the morning and how you're doing. I care about your health. I care that you smile every day, not just some days. I actually care that you are smiling all the time. And if you're not, then I'm going to make sure that I try to make a smile come forth so that I can have you be happy. That's when people care about each other. Now, some people, they don't have it in them to do these things because they don't have within their own body secure attachment. 5D mystics don't go thinking of breadcrumbing anyone or anyone breadcrumbing them because we know some can love and some can't. And I said can't because any person who's not in 5D land has not optimized their ability to be in their ventral vagal state. And there are people who are actual therapists who think that being always on is apparently impossible. So it's very fascinating when you hear that word 
You cannot always be on and you're like, what are you talking about? Why would your body not be on in the restorative embodied self? You know it's optimal. You know it exists. Why would you not be trying to be on? That's the question that arises in the mind of a person who understands and is very straightforward how to stay in a state of love. It's called using your brain in a way of thinking your left and right mode through sensations. Oh, today I have a tired body. It's okay. I'm going to try doing this, this. You get curious about it. And so here's where for those of us who are 5D, we get curious about how to work with those emotions, sensations. And so I'll use me. When I finally was like, okay, if I stick to just looking at astrology, looking at Schumann resonance, looking to the stars, if I keep on just sticking to this shit, it's not shit, but to just the story, I'm not going to move out of this daze. They keep saying the same thing. Oh, how long is it going to be? Oh, well, and like, this is not actually something that I think is normal. I think that there's more to it and they just don't know how to use their, no, I didn't say that, but definitely you don't know how to use your brain if you're just repeating the same thing over and over again and you're not saying, okay, how can I work with my body? And no, it wasn't fun to see people talk about our bodies or our brains like machines either. So that's not the route I took. Um, but the route I took was disengaging from the verbiage from just those books and let me start looking into other stuff. And in the meantime, just know that when I dream and when I astral travel that I'm working with my, and actually it was because I learned to read Akashic records and I learned about us mastering the mental, emotional, and physical plane as we continue to consolidate our oneness consciousness. So the connectedness to the quantum sphere, which is the sphere of Akash consciousness. So I was like, ah, okay, now this is making a lot of sense. So it was very straightforward for me to say we're working on our emotional uh, layer right now. And in fact, with my lovely Twin Flames, this is where I knew exactly where I was at by the time I met up or recognized, excuse me, because the third Twin Flame I've known, like all of my Twin Flames my entire life, as my soulmates, all my oversoul I've known my entire life. It's beautiful, which is also why at a certain point, those people who do the saga in 4D land were like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck all of you and stop talking about my loved ones like they're pieces of shit before I come in. <laughs> no, we can't really do that, nor would we, but that's how we feel. Every time I hear a tarot reader talking about somebody as an energy vampire or a dark aura, or you know what I find even more humorous is the ones that apply their own theory. So they don't go back to their exes <laughs> and they basically do all of their readings with the same story don't do exes and i'm thinking you do realize you're actually miss what's the word you're distorting either your reading as soon as you have a hunch or a hint of an ex you say this so this is where you'll notice a person's personality and this is one if you're doing anything that is collective of course it's for a collective so you're not going to pinpoint one group and this person is talking to their collective so their collective is going to be cool and good with that person who sees through and says you're reading from your own perspective is going to be like mm, every time you do this now i know you're tainting your own reading with your own opinion which is fine and dandy i mean it doesn't really matter but still like you'd think that at a certain point you'd be aware of you doing that. And so, for example, when I do readings, I always let people know, hey, I'm in the 5D plane. I'm the Enlightenment Soul Age group. I do not look into energy with the 
whole story of twin flames, karmics, and energy vampires. No, I don't look into it, but I will be able to use words that come to me because the energy will make it clear what it is that I'm to channel for you. And whenever there have been love readings, for example, for you, there are some that are really straightforward to people. Like one of the random ones, and I'm going to keep it vague on purpose because it's a consultation, although it was for fun and free and leisure and all that, but still. So the question was similar to, uh, is there ever going to be love in my life? Or am I going to find the right person or something like that? And the reality is, though, they had already a relationship that was still workable. And in fact, the answer was basically, you need to decide what you want. And then you need to understand that relationships means you work together on making it work. Not that you expect that they read your mind, that they always know what you want, and that you don't spell out and then don't grow emotionally mature together, stuff like that. So long story short, when uh, you are connected to your oversoul and you're grounded in 5d you don't actually one think of you having to um what's the word find love because you're always with love but you'll know with that awareness of a common sense person that two is what it takes to tangle and so here's why twin flames soulmates doesn't matter any relationship can work now there is a different energetic imprint when it comes to the twin flames or soulmates but really what stands out is what the pure consciousness of each is okay and so that is the part of where and how you would know of i'm going to use the word the one <laughs> And it's just like when you've learned the basics of love at first sight, okay? But for 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, that is a very different uh, story because we don't have this uh, love at first sight as teenagers. And what I mean by that is that by the time you get through your oversoul and having relationship because you pick up on people when they're going through stuff, Throughout all of these ascension moments, there's many, five, if not ten, different types of groups of people. Some are my friends, some are just a collective, you name it, when there have been a galactic, if you will, in the ethereal plane of whatever. So there's all these different beautiful, by the way, depths of dimensions. We don't get confused. We always know what's what. What I'm trying to say, though, is that we grow into this why solo poly because we grow into our awareness of how our loved ones are doing expansion of consciousness so when our loved ones are being given input and they are expanding we're going to pick up on the ones who are i want to say closest but the reality is i don't think it is about closeness as much as the people who are 5D mystics in this same light worker journey that I am sharing with you, obviously, they are open to supporting to the extent of all life, whatever it is we can share. So we will end up with a rainbow. And really, we're all one over soul. So it makes sense that there's groups of energetic imprints. 
as I was pointed out by one of my lovely friends, actually. And this is where when you tap into the collective, you can notice that people every year, like with Leo season, there's more of those who get pissy than there are those who expand. And they get pissy with their child's ego. So instead of doing expansion, the ones who um, get pissy, they turn their upset towards the ones of us who are lovable. So they get angry and upset at us and then at the world as well. So it's either or, not us, the people, but the ones who have a restored embodied self who are speaking of things in a very easygoing manner. They're afraid and they're angry and they're upset and they are actually in one of those modes that they justify. The 4D likes to justify when they get into their uh, shadow. They even use the word, oh, I'm in my shadow time. It's okay to be angry. And eh. it's not about it not being okay to be angry. It's that you're not learning how to effectively work with the energy that is arising and you're not bringing peace to your body and you're not actually actively doing anything to expand humanity because you're using it in a way that isn't going to bring forth your maximized opportunity and so unfortunately people deny themselves expansion uh, some actually do what children do, but it's a teenager, not a child. You know how teenagers spite their parents once they know they're wrong, or even if they don't know it yet, they just decide to spite the parent. But it's not just, I'm going to take a position because you keep on trying to tell me what to do, okay? They literally go out of their way to say, you know what, I'm going to prove to you. And some people navigate, 4D plane actually promotes people navigating and getting charged up by proving people wrong. Total adaptive child behavior. Nowhere near 5D, nowhere near pure consciousness. It's an insecure ego, not to say an immature emotion, not to say it's full of a low biochemistry of fear because you're in your fight flight. So your peripheral view, vision, and your ears are shut down and your thinking is distorted, not to mention it's only seeing things as a problem versus what can I look at and beyond so that I can catch pieces that have nothing to do with this but that I will bring in because I can see them all because I'm not thinking of defending and I'm not therefore with these like blinders like a horse. Okay, so those people who actually recognized at a certain point in their journey that they fucked up, if you will, instead of saying, okay, now that I know, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make it right for me. And I'm going to make it right for whatever other situations. They do the opposite. And then at a certain point, again, you, you, you can't deny truths to yourself just because time always brings forth that lovely truth. In fact, there's a Seneca quote. Let me see if I can find it. Time discovers truth. The Seneca quote. And any person who does know about time and patterns, since we all are one, that's the beauty of being a person. And our body has memory. Our actual patterns base themselves on your ability to navigate either your neo prefrontal cortex or not. 
the wise adults, that's where my enlightenment 5D mystics are at. This is why we talk about functional adults versus adaptive children. Any person who's able to essentially orient themselves and then know that a uh, true threat is only if you are physically in any position of danger. So once you've oriented and you know there is no physical threat, no tsunami, so there's none of that, there's no snake, there's no poisonous, you know, fear, weaponing, nothing of that, okay? So once that's taken into consideration and you allow your body to go back down to easy going, that's it. And so most people who are 5D mystics, we always navigate from, again, this space of restored embodied self at ease because we don't see around us anything that needs our body to be in a state of threat the people who became teenagers like i did and then chose i got some teenage people around me right now and they're all choosing to do what i see grown-ups do which is to actually calculate and think that climbing a mountain or being in a uh, very low but challenging you know situation with school whatever that they're going to use their body in a fight flight fright in a militaristic way and that's because they choose to be always on this lookout and again that's in less than two minutes so you get into the habit of staying in this body that is tense and there's your yellow and red most people even secure attachment people as long as they've decided to look at people with this sense of oh you must be hiding something from me I mean, again, I thought the movies were just the movies, and I don't like those movies, but some people made it into their mission to live life like that. And they then got Claire's, and that just made it that much uh, worse, meaning they actually now think that they know things. So, long story short, the ones of us who actually know that we're one big ball of energy, we don't get sidetracked, is what I was trying to get to. And every person has uh, the time to see the truth. And the truth is that once you get into enough of your clarity and yoga is trending and mindfulness is trending, so all people are getting to learn how to go in and out of their restorative embodied self. Even if they have a group, let's say, there's going to be clarity to what an actual uh, pure consciousness person is. That's because there's more of us now, 5D mystics and enlightenment soul age group. Thank you, Sadhguru, of course, for being out there. His yoga is essential, as is his inner engineering program, and as is his presence, as is those and are the psychoeducators, the 5D ones, the good ones that talk about compassion-based therapy and, you know, again, somatic sensory motor trauma experts. So they've been doing a lot of work. In fact, it's all thanks to them that we know about integration of the mind and body, or brain, excuse me, the embodied self re re reintegration restored embodied self it's thanks to those people that i can have content to share for and with you and as for 5d mystics too it's thanks to people who have written that i get to use words and then obviously the experiences i have is what i bring and the inner growth mindset that's with my research and really it's something straightforward though it's the basics of being a human existentialism psychology and sociology so it is, though, thanks to the collective, and we forget, sometimes I forget to remind my listeners, thanks 
to the community of all that have been creators before us that are creators with us and that are going to be creators to tomorrow and it is also thanks to those who have limited consciousness because their mindsets might not serve them well it's unfortunate because they could serve themselves well and us but the one siphoned ones for example they might have created some havoc in certain areas but it is thanks to them that we will have had the ability to know of things that don't actually work at all now what you have right now it's 2023 and it's really amazing because science and spirituality are actually coming completely together and what this means is that the educators are learning how to say we don't know everything and the more they move into this and integrate more than one subject matter the more we are finding actual infinite higher human consciousness potential be people people <laughs> and i can't speak as always sometimes i can't speak so here's where when i look at certain of my lovely oracle cards and i have the ecturian light codes in front of me evolutionary downloads recalling power future thinking people from 4d land they read gateway of light activation oracle card this is kyle gray i don't know who the artist is um artwork jennifer hawk yard so when people read these the 4d will talk about the past or the future but they disengage from it as a person <clears throat> and i don't disengage from it as a person we have plenty of educators that are here they're not from some other planet they're not arcturian that i do love to see an image, <clears throat> by the way, this is an image that I've seen before, even though it was very different, actually, a couple of differences. However, uh, it's a familiar face, but um, from my uh, future, that is not now. So, although we understand, and by we, I'm talking about 5D mystics, that this is something we feel quite tangible, Arcturian, again, humanly speaking, I see human beings that are doing the future thinking by being here now, like one person that comes to my mind, he talked about AE, AI, excuse me, artificial intelligence, and how the wrong questions are asked about artificial intelligence. And he posed the questions that would be better suited for the future and the way and where we're headed. And in fact, there's your 5D educators. So the ones who won't like it where we're going they're not going to change how they hang out that's why they're going to create groups luckily for us the system is not made of children and we do have to fix the system from the adaptive children the grandiose egos of people who have been in the seat for a while because until recently our entire species did think until maybe a couple dozen years ago when they started to build the empirical data, okay? But there was the illusion that people were more competitive than cooperative. And actually, the first book I read that from was Eric Fromm, and that was more than a dozen years ago where he knew that they had lied, essentially. But he created a hypothesis that I said, well, I don't know if that's an accurate one. It sounds more like that's your opinion of why they would have done it. I feel that it's because they didn't have the tools to see in the minds of people so they were guessing based on the external so what they could see now that they can see how the brain works and they can map it out so yes did the ancients understand things that today science is proving yes 
They did. But science is necessary for all to be empowered with education and information. To know that demons don't exist and the devil doesn't exist in this way. And still we're going to have people that are going to, from their mind's eye, see things, live experiences, 4D community. And they're going to have groups that are going to believe those entities are what they are. As long as they remain like the fat earthers and they therefore contribute to society. They go vote. They do things. They're a group that has similar interests. And as for the ones who yell at each other, well, they're yelling, which is really something that we've already seen in the past. That does not mean they're laying any foundations. In fact, they are not strong enough. Their body, every time they yell, gets poisoned with their anger. They are in a actual sympathetic nervous system and it's unfortunate that they don't understand the very very big 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 importance of learning how to be in their restorative embodied self it's very sad because they stress out their body and even if they do all the yoga in the world it's when they're interacting with people that there's the uh, part of not knowing that different opinions you don't need to be in your adaptive child your karma likes and dislikes your unconsciousness your reactive your maladaptive responses as an adult because you got an ego and i got one too and you got opinions and i got them too and we don't agree straightforward so evil doesn't exist and i'll keep repeating it because i again we're building a sanctuary for those of us who love humanity not the ones who believe in things that we will have learned and we'll keep talking i know i learned and i told the lovely god that i was introduced to in a very positive way by the way i said hey I don't think evil exists. Actually, I know it doesn't because I read a bunch of psychology books and what I see is people are suffering. So I don't know what your people are doing up there, but they're doing something that looks a lot like the Middle Ages, medieval times and dark ages. And I learned a lot already now. And today at my lovely 43, I learned to confirm again and again and again. Yep, there's no evil. Just people who need a very good psychologist if they want to get out of hell from their own body first and then live in heaven in their own body. So make that body a sanctuary, your mind a sanctuary. The people who are being offered compassion and that are going to take it, that's because they do have this knowingness in their heart that they're not a piece of shit. And so they're going to be like, why would I refuse any individual who has my well-being at heart? And my curious and interest at heart, that sounds kind of silly to do. Why would I give up a life that is full of people who give me substance? Because see, there's a difference between the people who live life with substance. Functional adults, Zen masters, we live life with substance. We do dharma, not karma. And even though we will have, thank you, trained, built in the past and have a way to talk about karma, Karma is not a bad word, by the way, but um, there are things that we know we created to keep us anchored to this lovely plane. And uh, that's where, for example, when I went and saw some of my past lives, the first of my um, children, if you will, again, from not if you will, my first child, uh, what I channeled was that was I chose in that lifetime consciously to bear a child, one at least. So that I would return again and again and again, for example. So this is one way that our mysticism works when we're just having random downloads on our own lives. And I smiled when I 
uh, had this download because I'm not a person who wants children. And I actually uh, consistently am very fond of career and, you know, being able to just do my day the way I want it. So I laughed because I'm like, wow. But then I also laughed because I know exactly how I would be as a mother because I am this very much... Um, person ask my younger sister ask my mother my sister twin sister and you'll find out but I am a person who's quite uh, concerned with the well-being of my loved ones and as a kid it was a lot and so I got taught how to decharge and to move into equanimity it took some time so what I'm saying is for the way that I am and how I unconditionally love I'm always very fond of the choices that I've made because I'm way, mu way too much, way too much. Uh, and not necessarily negative or positive, but it's something that it's a lifeline. Anyway, so I laughed because, again, when you do know yourself, so every one of you would know how you love. Unconditional love means you do you, I do me. It does not mean that you actually keep somebody from experiencing life. Please do not misunderstand. Being worried being preoccupied being concerned you know when you want to they say that a parent the ones who are actually wanting their child to be safe and protected will always try to keep them safe from harm right so any boo-boo is a harm essentially now this is why every person knows themselves so i know me and you can ask my little baby sister if she can get everything she wants out of me or not just saying so I'm a sister though, I'm not a mother, so I'm okay with that, okay, this is a flaw, and it's okay, <laughs> so it's a flaw, I laugh because this is the part, when you take ownership, I ain't saying it's good, same thing if somebody touches one of my loved ones, uh, meaning that if they try to do something that I consider, there's where Kali comes in, so I learned how to become a grown-up, because my loved ones, our loved ones teach us moderation, but as I shared this silly story, it's because if you do know about karma in the right way, it's actions that will ground you and keep your light body. This is how, when sometimes you'll hear it explained, to a place of earth. So earth is considered 3D. When you're alive, you're considered 3D, things of that nature. And so, like I said, I shared a random food for thought story, but it's a, it's a real deal. My mystics, you might have experiences that are similar so for me when I saw that my my first child why I laughed because I knew and then how I know the story moves along I also know that and I'm like well that makes a lot of sense too because of what you know about your oversoul by the way so remember that when it comes to twin flame flames you're one soul you're one soul that's why they usually say you can only have one. They can't make up those rules, but you will know if you have one or not immediately, and you will know exactly which one you will have began, if you will, life with in order to move into specific spaces. And since the future, as I've been sharing with my lovely 5D community, is only science, we will not be having spirituality as a actual belief system in the future, not now, in the future. Science will prove the Big Bang. It will know how life began. It will know how life ended. This does not diminish Claire's. It does not diminish our life as people who expand, like not having free will. This is why people who are 5D know that we're heart and we're one and we're a big ball of energy and we're not afraid of the future. 
We know the future is full of grace and gratitude because we as people choose this with our brains, the integrated brain. And so again, when I saw the future and how it goes and why there are some people who will not be there, it makes, for example, me sad, but I'm Maria, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I won't remember this in those futures. But it also makes sense for where we're headed because when you watch anything with the cosmos and you know universe and where we're going, it's headed towards darkness because of dark matter and dark energy, not because of dark entities, not because of bright entities, not because of any entity, because there's galaxies which are made of stars and they're made of gas and they're made of energy. So this is the part. It's not hard for 5D person to know science is the particles. It teaches us about the particles and that ancients couldn't because they couldn't see the light before. This does not diminish life. It actually allows us to take more ownership of it. But this is for my 5D mystics, for my Enlightenment Soul Age group people. And for anybody who has questions, you can reach out. And I do know some people, they're not fond of hearing this. It doesn't really matter because it's not provable. Food for thought, please don't take it as anything else. And pseudoscience, again, our mind's eye. The one thing I want all of you who have clears to remember your mind's eye, it's called imagination. Allow yourself to stay grounded and remember that we use our mind to predict. And that's what interprets your body. And any pseudo, not pseudo, any actual neuroscience or a person that studies the brain and teaches you about the brain as a science educator, science educators, they can teach you things and they can spell out what happens like Patrick McNamara with the religious self. So... We're able easily, a 5D mystic, to stay grounded and connected because when we have things in our mind's eye, they're in our imagination, and we know this as a person. Of course, we also, again, know that we are connected to this future that we will find out potentially as well as the past, which is why, again, solo poly is definitely the area of any person who is their own safe haven, secure base, as a Enlightenment Soul Age Group 5D mystic, because we love all of our Oversoul. There are no more specials, less specials. They're all beautiful. They're all a part of our energetic imprint, and we'll be able to share with them, for those who believe in this stuff and take us seriously, stories. For those who don't, we won't bother them with nonsense because we don't want to waste the time. And for those who ridicule it, we also won't waste, uh, really what it is is that we don't, appreciate that it's something to this day special when I am connecting for Akashic Record readings when I'm downloading and something comes across me or when I do a Reiki session there's always uh, an honor behind it even if I know that science can explain it all and it's not because it's a honor of a belief system it's that you tap into a sphere that is bigger than yourself and you're helping someone to do their own personal development journey. It's a gift that is cherishable, but it's because it's one love, one energy. And I mean, really, it's a feeling. So there aren't any words. I use honor because that's the feeling that arises, but the feeling is gratitude. It's, um, it's substance, richness. It's richness. And then it's the hope that you're actually uh, supporting someone to move into their I am presence and their actual self-expression. And so they're always waiting to see 
how beautiful they get to be when they choose their self, which is uh, heart and unconditional love. That's every person. But they need the relationships. They need the mindful relationships to do this. So they need more functional adults, which is what we get to try and bring them. That's why this is that sanctuary for people who love all humanity. All people need a person who can sit through their adaptive child and let them know they're seen, they're safe to be themselves, they're soothed, and they're secure, but you'll also tell them what's what, meaning don't treat people like shit, you know? So it's more of you be flawed and perfect, we all are, but keep your equanimity or like, you know, with me, keep mind your own business wherever there are those areas that people want to do their own thing, right? So we get to learn how to work together to create more loving, beautiful relationships. I hope you enjoy.